Welcome to Tales of an Outdoor Writer. I'm Mark Freeman, outdoor writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Medford, Oregon, and host of Oregon Outdoors segments on KTVL Channel 10 in Medford. Here we are in the upstairs uh, bar at Fort Otter's Irish Pub, drinking suds and talking outdoors. And this time, uh, instead of Jamie Lush, we've got Ryan File. He's a uh, sometime shooter, almost all-time editor of Oregon Outdoors, and Ryan, thanks for coming for a beer. Yeah, man, no problem. <laughs> Always happy to tag along. You know, I, th- I thought we'd talk today about the story that's running right now on Oregon Outdoors and KTVL, and it's going to be in Friday, February 22nd, uh, Mail Tribune, out, Oregon Outdoors, uh, dog mushing. Oh, yeah. We uh, spent a day with dog mushers up at Diamond Lake, and not just dog mushers, these two really cool retired women who've been mushing a long time, um, Jen Perkypile and Laura Crocker, they both live in trail. You know, it's really interesting, you know, most people don't realize, but there's a pretty large contingent of dog mushers right in and around Medford. Which is amazing, and I didn't, I had no idea about that until you told me that. And you expect this to be a bunch of Alaskans or some crazy people in Wyoming or something doing this stuff, but they, you see them all over town, even in West Medford. Um, there's a, a woman musher lives there, and you, you got all these huskies living outside. It's it, it's a lifestyle. It's more of a lifestyle than a sport. It's definitely not for everybody. Absolutely, yeah. But uh, these two women were great. Um, took us up uh, with their sleds and their dog teams. And, you know, Laura Crocker's 80 years old, and she's still going out there mushing. Amazing. You know, in the in the blizzards and all this stuff, Diamond Lake at least a couple times a week. And you know, they have a big race coming up uh, on the weekend of the 23rd and 24th up at Diamond Lake. And so we thought it was a perfect time to do that story. You know, there's not a whole lot of different variety of stories that we can do in, uh, in the snow. Mm-hmm. But this is definitely one that's a little, beat, little bit on the, on the offbeat side, but really, really cool. But so we get up there, and first of all, we, we had to postpone the day because it snowed too much. These stories, I've been trying to do a mushing story for years now, and it's because they haven't had any snow. They don't, they're not even going to Diamond Lake, and now we've got, they had like 14 inches of new snow. It's too much to, to uh, run uh, dog teams on without the trail being groomed. Mm-hmm. So we go the next day, Thursday, and we know this is going to be a challenging shoot at yes. the beginning. Then uh, the plan was is to strap a GoPro on one of these things, and... <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, they pull us, we'd get in the basket, you know, in the, on the sled and film some stuff like that. And I think where we got about Union Creek and you realized that... We were, we were literally probably just past the halfway point. Yeah. And, and I thought, just it, it just popped in my head. It was, I'm looking out the window and just all of a sudden... I don't have the GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew, too. Oh, God, I was I so mean, pissed. I just, I just went... Oh, no. I did, I did, and you just knew. I just said, uh, yeah. Just I said, didn't say, oh, no, though. <laughs> I, I said, to, oh, something. We have to make some sound effects on this to say. But, uh, no, you, um, I, I said, oh, no, and you went, you forgot the GoPro, didn't you? Yeah. And I went, yeah. yeah. And, and so um, oh. we had to go to plan B. Well, we didn't really have a plan B. But, so we get there, and, uh, you know, these, these women are getting set up and all that, and we're filming stuff, and these dogs are going berserk, and... These mostly Siberian Huskies, you know, they weigh 30, 40 pounds, but they really can't pull, and they love running in the snow. And mm-hmm. these things, these dogs were so jacked up and just howling and barking, and there's all these snowmobilers standing around, like, what the hell? It was another world. It really was. 
And these dogs are just so geek to run. But it's funny that Perky Pile and Crocker, both of their dog teams are really old. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that many dogs. So this concept of getting in the sled with them wasn't going to happen because they weren't going to be able to pull us. Right. So we got no GoPro, no way of getting in the sled. And so we're at the Diamond Lake Resort right at the, at the trailhead. And, and once they take off, they're gone. Yeah, that's it. So... So we decided to, we had, we had, Jamie Lush was with us, so we had two of these big um, cameras to do the television shoot, and Jamie was shooting stills for us at the same time. So we figured we got to find some way to get some pictures from in the sled, with the sled moving. Right. So the guy who got the GoPro had to find a way to. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I, I tried to jerry-rig it and put it into the sled, and, uh, and uh, Jan and Laura were both so nice and, you know, trying to help me prop it up, and they are getting me bungee cords and tie-downs and all this stuff to, to, to secure it in there. And the whole time I'm putting it together, I'm thinking to myself, this isn't going to work. This is no way. I mean, but, but I'm still going to do it just to say that I did it. Um, and so I got it all strapped in there, and... And it started snowing. Yes, it did. A lot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sideways, I think, is the yeah. correct terminology. So, and, you know, these cameras, they cost about $10,000 a piece. Yeah. And, and it's been clear. It's been made very clear to me that if it's me or the camera, if one of them, only one comes back, it better be the camera. Rest in peace, Mark. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got this, we got one camera strapped in this this front of this sled propped up with a with a cheesy little garbage bag on top of the only thing against the elements and these cameras do not do well outside and these are not the kind of cameras that you're supposed to take on outdoor shoots they're more for studio stuff but right. but we we push the limits on these things every week and yeah so we put that in there and they took off so how how good was your idea how, how effective was it <laughs> As we'd find out later, uh, not the best. Um, but uh, there was something else that happened that actually was really too... It, it was very lucky for us. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't get any footage of that, did you? Did well, you, I got I got did, footage. Did you, it, it, it just was... Unusable? It was just unusable. Because, I mean, just that the... We talked about it snowing sideways, and there was water all over the lens. And it was it was, it was was a mess. I, I saw that camera and thought, man, we're just driving home. We're not driving back to the office. Yeah, yeah just, just, you know what? I'll tender my resignation, and uh, if i got to pay for a new camera, I'll do it another time. But luckily, these guys from the Rogue Snowmobilers were there, and they're, uh, a bunch of them are going on a run, and a couple of guys didn't feel like going with them. And, and they, we kind of talked them into, hey, can you just like drive us up the, up the trail and drop us off so we can get you know, shots that, you know, going by us and all that. And, mm-hmm. and it was first it was just one guy, and it turned out to be a second guy. And so they're shuttling us around on these snowmobiles. So we're jumping up ahead of the dog, uh, the dog team, so I can stand up and say stupid little, stuff as they come by. And, right, do little stand-ups. And at the same time, uh, we also finally had our method for getting them in motion. Um, right. And uh, that was that was interesting. Um just in that uh, I had to get so much b-roll footage you know from different angles different different uh, depths and stuff like that 
and it's still blowing snow, and um, you can see it in the footage that I ended up getting yeah. from the back of this snowmobile. You know, there's a bunch of water on the lens, and you can see the cameras all of a sudden jerk up, and me quickly wipe it off, yeah. and then it, it didn't really do much, but it's but it's enough, and then you can see the dogs again, and they just these two guys. They God, totally saved our God ass. God bless them. They drove <laughs> us all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was fun, but you know, it was kind of weird too. It's like uh, at the same time we don't have uh, helmets on. And mm-hmm. these guys are booking on these trails and kind of leaning over and, and we're pretty much taxed on this thing, you know, two two dudes on a snowmobile. Yes. It was, yeah, and... Uh, well, and for some of the shots too, I had to turn around and I was filming for just, you know, right off the back and I've got a camera that requires two hands, so I'm holding on with my thighs to yeah. this snowmobile yeah. that's flying down the trail. Uh, it was an adventure, to say the least, <laughs> especially when we hit bumps. And it's cold. And it's freezing. It was yes. cold. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, quite the day. Jamie got some great stills. He was One time he was laying in the, in the trail, mm-hmm. and my dude was flying up the thing, and he's like, hey, what's that in the road? And I'm like, that's my guy. <laughs> that's my was, he, he thought it was, a, thought it was a log or something. I think I saw the shot that he got of you probably right when you were having that conversation. Yeah. You look like, oh, no. <laughs> We got to bring him back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's necessary. But you know, it was a good shoot. It was mm-hmm. a good story. It was, it was probably one of the more difficult, technically difficult stories we've been on so far. I would say probably the most uh, challenging one yet from a technical standpoint, just because of the fact that we we had to get these people in motion somehow, uh-huh. and um, a key piece of equipment that would have allowed us to do that better. Um, someone <laughs> left behind <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but also because of the fact that I think it was good because once we were getting driven around it forced me to okay now I can get different types of shots as uh-huh. opposed to a static GoPro that's yeah. just, so yeah. I, I think it actually worked yeah. out yeah you know plan plan D turned out to be way better than plan A mm-hmm. yeah so I, I mean it, it was good but uh, you know th- those initial moments of, uh, of panic it's like ah oh, crud but you know necessity is the mother of invention and all that. you know I think there's a, there's a running theme to a lot of these things that you know we go out with kind of an idea of what we want I mean I kind of put together you know what I think the story is going to be and the kind of at least a you know, because we have three three segments for KTVL every week on the same story, so it's it's four and a half minutes spread out over three ninety-second segments. So we have to at least have an idea of what we're going to do going in, but we almost never do it exactly that way because you know it's so much better to adapt and just kind of roll with what's out there instead of trying to you know force it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's a, and this I think applies here too. Uh, there's a, there's a fiction writer who I really like, uh, George R. R. Martin, and he basically said that there's two types of writers: there's architects and there's builders. And uh, architects are people who have everything meticulously planned. You know, they've got these blueprints, and the basement is this long by this long, and blah blah blah, and this door's going to go here. And then there's the builders who are like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, well here's a hole, and yeah. uh, I'm just going to kind of add to it, and uh, whatever happens happens. And I think that we're definitely more in the builder. Well, I think we're we're far more. I mean, there's times editors have asked for my scripts for these things so they could put a text in. Like, there's no script. I haven't written a script for one of these things ever. (laughs) They hear crickets on your phone. (laughs) There's no script. There's there's nothing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they take, you know, notes in the field, like numbers Mm -hmm. and data, just so I get the numbers and dates and years right. But, nah, there's no script. This is... Mm -mm. 
you know, we are winging it out there. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's the theme of it. And I think that, that it's, uh, it, it's consistent, if nothing else. So. Consistently inconsistent. Yes. Okay. Well, that's the best we got for you. If you like what you hear, share it with your friends. If you don't, share it with your enemies. Either way, you can always come down to $4 and buy me a beer. Till then, we'll see you outside.